direction that God did some things to me. And you know, just to jump forward real quick, it's not a coincidence that the apartment that my wife and I prayed for that we got into, even though my record was horrible, uh, my neighbor was a drug dealer. So it's kind of uh, ironic that uh, that happened. And uh, that was just on my heart just now. But uh, I hope you guys are ready for tonight. We've been praying for you guys and praying. And uh, God actually spoke to me probably a month ago. He gave me one word. If you have a backdrop or a title for something tonight, it would be warriors. And this has been so ironic with what young adults have been talking about and how God's been moving in that generation and how God's been moving down to feed my sheep and then how he's moving here tonight and what he's doing in my life and some other people's lives coming down here. It's just all on point and all on, just on point and on target. Uh, Brother Justin, actually, a couple months ago, the Lord put something on his heart about coming down here tonight. And uh, we never spoke about it. We never spoke about it. We never talked about it. We just said, God's giving me something. And then about a month later, the Lord spoke something to me. And I was talking to Brother Shane. I was like, God's giving me this one word. And he said, that sounds exactly what Justin had got from God. And uh, we started talking two minutes into it. We started talking about the verses and the chapters and everything is like confirmation. So tonight we're going to have a two-part. God is using me tonight. He's also going to use another brother. It's going to be different than maybe what you've seen on a Sunday, which is one pastor or one person. But it's nice to come down on a different, a different level of having to be at work. So if you have your Bible with you tonight, as a backdrop, we're going to start in Joshua 1. you live. 
For I will be with you as I was with Moses. Talking to Joshua, he says, I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors. And I will give them, I will give them, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in all that you do. He says, study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all that you can do. I think many can testify in that last part. Then that's when you'll succeed in all that you do. If you already tried everything else, it would fail. Amen? Amen. It would fail on that. But he says clearly, meditate on this every day. What's written in it, then you will prosper. So he's giving you a promise and hope and letting you know the way you're doing things is totally wrong, all in one. It says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. It goes on. Joshua is supposed to lead the Israelites over the river, okay? It says in verse 10, Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel, go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. And three days you will cross the Jordan River and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given you. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of the Messiah. He told them, remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you? The Lord your God has given you a place of rest. He has given you this land. Your wives, children, and livestock may remain here in the land assigned to you on the east side of the Jordan River. But your strong warriors, and this is where I'm coming in tonight, tune in your ears to this. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Okay? Stay with them until the Lord gives them rest and has given you rest. And until they too possess the land the Lord your God is giving them. Okay. Tonight, I said warriors. And right now you guys are in boot camp. You guys are warriors in training. Being right here tonight. The thing that you're learning here is not because Pastor Tom told you that's what it has to be. You have to trust your leadership because your leadership is being trusted to the Lord. Okay. God is commanding things, and He's having things set up in place because time is coming. Time is close. Okay? So to get to the meat tonight, I just wanted to read that because I'm going into the whole warrior session here. This is going to be great, guys. Uh, 2 Samuel 23. This is where we'll be the rest of the night. 2 Samuel 23. Mm. I'm glad we're down here for a whole week and have a time with Amen. Amen. Woo! <clears throat> I want to talk about King David for a minute. I'm sure this whole session here. King David. We all know how mighty he was when he slayed Goliath. He was just a little boy, he had a slingshot, he had the pebbles, he, he took out Goliath. Okay? Goliath was a Philistine. Um, if anyone doesn't know, that the Philistines, I looked into it, they say it was six cubits in a span tall. And of course, I didn't know what that was, but looking into that, it says nine feet tall. A nine foot tall giant. 
compared to what you say a hobbit. Okay, is what David went up against. Okay? So when the Lord is calling Joshua, you know, Moses is gone, he says, Joshua, I want you to lead my people over. But first, you're going to have to send these warriors ahead of them into the land and take out these Philistines and take over the land and territory that God promised them. Okay? Now, I don't know what that looked like back then, but nowadays, war is a little bit different than what it was back then. It's a little more hands-on back then. I want to go into this. It said, King David, okay, verse 23, it said, King David had 30 mighty warriors at his side at all times. At all times. Each one of those different weaknesses and strengths. Okay? If you look in the year, verse 18, 23-18, David's 30 mighty men. He had 30 mighty warriors at all times by his side, ready to go. Coffin walked, ready to go whenever he said, let's go. That was the king. They defended him no matter what. Those minute men, as you would say nowadays. They were ready to go in just a minute. He spoke, they jumped, they did it. Regardless of how they felt, regardless of what they may have seen, regardless of what they were given to use for battle. Okay? Because on to say that some of the mighty men were famous. Talks about a lot of them being famous, being heroic for the things they did for the Lord. But not all of them were famous. Not all of them were given. Uh, not all of them were. were uh, what would you say? Made an example of were famous or God of glory. But uh, but these were the ordinary people just sitting around. To me, that said they were engaged in their tasks. Many of King David's words were mentioned, but not all were famous. All these men did heroic deeds for their king. They continually stayed obedient and served, no matter what. In relation to these scriptures and, and these warriors, what are you willing to give up, sacrifice, or endure for your king, Jesus? What are you willing to go through to please your father, your heavenly father, not your earthly father? What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to go through? What are you willing to endure for your king? What are you willing to do for your king? No matter what, when he says it, the drop of the dime. Second mm. Samuel twenty three fifteen. There's a part in here. He says, King David's needing a drink of water. He's thirsty. He's needing a drink of water. He says, three of his warriors worked through the Philistine lines to go fetch water for David. Obedience and loyalty. I want to read that. Let me read this out of here. You get a better understanding. It says, Once during the harvest, when David was at the cave of Abdul, the Philistine was at the cave of Abdul. The Philistine army was camped in the valley of Rephim. The three who were among the 30, the famous ones, an elite group among David's fighting men, went down there. David was staying in the stronghold at the time, and the Philistine detachment had occupied the town of Bethlehem. David remarked, longing to his men, Oh, how I would love some of that good water from the well by the gate of Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew some water from the well by the gate of Bethlehem, and broke and brought it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out as an offering to the Lord. The Lord forbid that I should drink this, he exclaimed. The water is as precious as blood of these men. 
who risked their lives to bring it to me. So David, David did not drink it. These are examples of the exploits of the three. So what did they have to go through? The Philistines that we just talked about are nine foot tall, give or take. Nine foot tall. You got a king that's wanting a drink of water. He just wants a drink of water. And these men say, whatever you want, we'll do it. However you want it, we'll do it. Okay? Imagine what they may have went through in situations. The Philistines being better than themselves. It was definitely a greater task than they could achieve humanly. They had to go through. They didn't say, sneak down there. He didn't say, run down there. They broke through enemy lines. They took their situation, and they didn't say, King David said, go get water, so let's go over here and bring this water back and say, here you go, this is it, when it really isn't. He didn't go around and try to hide none of them did. They went straight through. They went through the line. You guys don't understand what I'm saying. Whatever you're going through tonight, whatever you're going through today, you've got to go straight through it. You can't take a shortcut because it's not going to work. You can't try to get someone else to do your work for you because it's not going to stand. You have to take your situation and you have to go straight to the heart and you have to go all the way because if you stop, you're selling yourself short and you're not going to go all the way without God. They definitely couldn't do this without God. You knew they had, oh, Jesus. You know, they had to have the strength of, of the Lord on them. How, how, how are you going to take on a nine foot giant? But wait a minute, it said army. It don't say how big the army was. It could have been 10, 20, 3,000. You're going to send three guys amongst an army of nine foot guys that would just smash you? That's huge. That, I can't even fathom that. I know I wouldn't have the depth for that. But with God, God is sitting there. They see the goal. They see the end. They're being obedient to their king. Yes. No matter how they felt, no matter what they thought was right, your leadership telling you something, I don't agree with that. There was, I didn't hear no backbiting, no murmuring, no complaining. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know what it was like. Maybe they did, but it don't say that here. It says, he said it, they did it, and they brought it back. They were obedient 110%. How many know partial disobedience is still disobedience? Come on. Right. Amen. Okay. So the Bible didn't say they walked, they ran, or snuck, but they broke through the enemy. But one thing for sure, they remained diligent and obedient. And it says, it says in that verse, if you look, I just got this written down separately. It says it's recorded here saying the Lord gave them great victory. Yes. It didn't say King David gave him victory. It didn't say that the other two guys out with him gave him great victory. The Lord gave him great victory. The Lord gave him great victory. Be obedient. If you go to verse 11, I love very well I'm saying some of these names, so bear with me. It says, uh, let me go to the verse here. Let me read out context. Hmm. Yes. Yes. It says, next in rank was the Shaman, age, son of Ajib from Horar. One time the Philistines gathered at Leah and attacked the Israelites in the field full of lentils. The Israelite, listen, the Israelite army fled. They fled. The whole army fled because they seen the Philistines coming. But, yes, Lord, but Shaman held his ground in the middle of the field and beat back the Philistines, so the Lord brought great victory to him. 
He stood no matter what because he believed in the Lord. He stood for what he believed in and he didn't lose. Back with the enemy has deceived and stolen from us in our lives. 
You know, as Job stood there and went through all that stuff, you know, I just got finished with you, and the Lord put this on my heart for tonight. You know, sometimes you're just going to have to sit there and take a stand, just like Paul was when that woman was following him, and she just was possessed, and she kept following and following and following and just taunting and taunting. I don't know what exactly it looked like, but he finally went out and said, I cast you out in the name of Jesus. He had authority because he was filled. Amen. Lord of the party. He was a man of God. He had authority to do that. You know what? It's time to take our lives back. It's time yeah. to stay here for the Lord right. and take back what is ours. Yeah. Right. The families, yeah. the jobs, those things are little things. Yeah. He can do it. You can do it. You've got to stay in the fight. Giving up and fleeing like the rest of the army did, like the rest of the world did. That's the army, the rest of the world. No one wants fleeing when they think they've got it going on. And when you're here humbling yourself, trying to get right and trying to do the next right thing, you're the one that's doing more than they are just by sitting here doing nothing. Amen. These warriors that we talked about, and if you read into it later after we leave, there's, there's 30 warriors, and it talks about different scenarios. Um, these warriors didn't become warriors overnight. They don't say how they did. They don't say how old they were when they were claimed as warriors. But a king isn't going to assign anyone, just anyone, to protect him. He's not just going to pick, you know, Joe Snow off the street, you know, you should be one of my warriors because you're cool and I like your shoes got something I want. No, that's not it. Um, I don't know how they chose them. I don't know what they had to go through. Imagine, what is a warrior to you? First thing that pops in my head is everyone seen the movie 300? <laughs> yeah. That is a beastie movie. That's a beastie made standard. That is some warriors standing for what they believed in. They didn't move. They did what they thought was right and they stood. That's right. And nothing came past them. Not one thing. No matter how big it was, you seen that big old, big old guy in the uh, in the big chair. Nothing happened. He stood there. They stood there. They were so little, and these things were so big coming against them. They believed. They united. They came up together. They grabbed each other's arm. They stood. They came together. They put on. They had their armor on, ready to go. Nah, nah. They go over here for a little bit. They had it on, ready to go, 24/7. They was ready to rock. Any minute. They was they were about their business and nothing else. Yeah. You couldn't get them off guard because they were ready on guard 24-7. Yeah. Okay? Warriors. Warriors. You guys are warriors in training. I don't care what anybody says. You guys are warriors in training. You're the first, second, third phase, farm guys, you know, soft guys, I don't, whatever you want to call it. You guys are all one. And the men ahead of you should be pouring into you, yeah. pouring you up. Because one day you may be the next pastor here. You may you don't know what God's gonna do with you. That's right. Okay? Amen. You don't know what God's got planned for you, but you know what? Jeremiah 29 11 says he has a plan and a purpose for you. That's a promise, a hope, right there. Okay? Imagine how they became who they are now. What trials, struggles, losses, things they had to give up to be where who they were. You think that, you know, it was one of those, hey, six months, you're going out to war like the Marines every six months, six months on, six months off, get shipped out. You think it was like that? No. It definitely was not like that. Um, they had to give up, you know, their families. They had to give up their children, their possessions. Back then, you know, you might have to move because someone took over your land because an army bigger who came in. You don't know. Um, a warrior isn't someone 
with the title who sits back and does nothing. That is not a warrior. No, he's someone ready with his armor. One ready to stand against the enemy at any given second. On guard, 24-7, guarding the anointing he has placed upon them. God has placed a purpose and anointing on each and every one of you. He wants you to carry that out. He's there with you to carry it out. You have to stand for it. Okay, you may not know what that looks like right now, but right now you can start doing the next right thing. You start doing the next right thing in every area of your life, the Lord is able to work with you. But when you start going against things that you know are wrong and going against what the Word of God says that's most important, then He can't use you like that because you're filled up. You've got stuff in you that's dirty. You're, you're, you're toxic. You're defiled. You can't, you can't use you like He wants to. He can't use you to maximize you. Amen? Amen. Almost finished, and then God's, God's still got some things. Um, we thought about when they go out to war, think about when they go to battle. They don't, I didn't read in there how long they went to battle. It could be two, four, six, seven years. And they would just uproot, leave their families behind, their kids. The same thing you guys are sacrificing right now. Amen. Some of you guys may be from jail, poor order. Or like me, my, I had a restraint over my son, so I didn't get to see him until I got so far to the farm. Um, I know what that's like to uproot and then roll out and I see your family and your friends and your kids that are, you know, two years old and your, their moms are talking crap in your ear because you're not there for them to support them. And you're like, I'm trying to do the right thing. I just, the world's tugging and pulling them. And that's rough and tough. I get it. I get it. Hmm. But they left their families and their homes in possession. And the drop of the dime, when the king would call upon them, they stood ready. I sure, I'm sure they missed their families. I get this, guys. Or nor may they be happy every time they were uprooted, but they did it anyways. There's some things in your life you're gonna to have to change that you're not gonna be happy with. And you know the things you don't want to change? That when someone starts telling you something you don't want to listen, it's because it's truth and it's cutting it. You know, even in my life today, people try to tell me things and it cuts. You know, it hurts. It's rough. Like there's a thing in your life you're going to have to get rid of for God to use you, maximize you fully. Amen. Fully. Last part here, guys. Obedience. What you're going through right now is the same situation that men have been going through for centuries. Okay? Since what we just read all the way until now and beforehand. Okay? The thing, leaving your family, um, sacrificing, maybe you didn't even have a choice. That, that really sucks. That really does. I get it. But I assure you, just as the Lord promises, if you stand strong, if you stand for the Lord, He will make you successful in all your needs. Obedience is the key. Not every time when you want to endure or go through the pain or the change of not seeing your family, but God knows that's fleshly and human. He knows you're not going, you're going to want to buck against that system. But if your heart is in the Lord seeking Him, your actions will differ from your thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You think I, I get up every day and say, I want to go to work, or I want to do ministry, or I, someone spoke at work one day, hey, Phil, uh, I'm seeing a girl half my age. Is that right? Is that okay? <laughs> you know, I, I walk away. I'm responsible one day for saying, if God said, why didn't you speak to Him? when He said, is it right if I was a 20-year-old woman? No, it's not right you know, when you're sleeping with her. No, it's not. 
I would make no, it's not. I have to stand on what's right because if you slide, even on little things, you know, someone, I was in the kitchen, hey, were in the kitchen last night? No, I didn't see nothing. You're lying with them. You have a responsibility and accountability around you, especially when you know the truth. And then it's going to convict you and eat at you. You have to do the right thing. You know, that's the mission. He will bless you for that obedience. Yes, he will. You can lie and get by with it, but it's not going to be blessed. So today, I know there are warriors in here in training right now, struggling, getting beat on by the enemy, maybe on your last leg, but you're still standing on the other leg. That's right. Do not give up. Do not sell yourself short for what God has for you. This is not just 13 months where... One out of ten is the ratio that makes it through. I was one out of ten. Okay? Wow. One out of ten. What's that mean? Well, I made it through. Not what he's doing. I, I'm just you know, chilling. I'm working. I'm doing good. What are you doing for God? What the, the training that you went in that God put you through, what are you doing with that? Did you just drop it? Did you just not care? What are you doing with it? Are you continuing the ministry that God's put into your heart, into your mind, changing you, continue to change it's not a 13 months and I'm changed and saved. Hallelujah. It's not. I'm sorry. I've got to tell you that. It's not. It's not. Um, stay faithful and endure until the end. Many times in Proverbs it says stay faithful and endure. The one that's faithful and endures till the end will make it. You have to be sitting there being enduring everything that you're going through. It's going to be for a greater purpose. 